0: So in today's podcast, um, I'm going to talk about a perennial problem I face with candidates across the world, and I've, I've seen it also when I was, you know, still a partner in consulting and I'd interview people. And almost always, I'd do the final round interview. Sometimes uh, I would do first round interviews, but they were very rare. It was usually when, um, you know, I really had a personal interest in the candidate. I'd interview them first time. I'd interview them in the first round. So it's not always true that partners only do final rounds. There were rare occasions when I would do a first round interview as well, but mostly I do final round interviews. And if you've been in a final round interview, you know that you're going to face several principals and partners, um, and the interviews could be anything from a very detailed case with a lot of graphics and so on to just a discussion. I was a big fan of discussions. I really didn't like giving candidates what I'd call traditional cases. I'd like to talk to them about general topics and see how they analyzed problems. Um, you know, and for example, just a few days ago, I was talking to a candidate who had no analytical background no sorry quantitative analytical background so never studied economics never studied math and i must say i was really impressed with how analytical that candidate was we were discussing the music industry so i asked her to talk about something she knows well and we're talking about adele the uk you know breakout artist and she was and i asked her questions about adele you know so why do you think adele came up with this album so basically we started off with i knew nothing about adele except a few songs i'd heard at the airport and at the four seasons they played quite a lot yeah and um we just started talking, and she and I, then I asked, okay, tell me what's your favorite album, and then I said, okay, and she told me about it, and then she said, it's a different album. I said, okay, why would you think Adele would produce a different album? And I did like the way she analyzed uh, the artistic direction from a business point. You know, no math background, no business background, and, and the way she did was actually quite insightful, where she said, well, if you look at Adele, the target market she initially went after, and if you look at the amount of money the you know, label would be, putting into promoter and developer there's no way she could recoup that on targeting just the british market she would have to go after the american market and the american market looks for something different the segments are organized very differently where you need to be able to 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 appeal to more than one segment and also you know be able to change your style to be appealing across that segment you can't just be a dell and go after one segment, you wouldn't be able to recoup your investment. It wouldn't be worthwhile. So it's purely about market segmentation. She shouldn't use the word market segmentation, but she was able to explain that, and she was even able to explain that if you know, if she was a Dell and she wanted to solidify her position across the market, what should her next album cover? I liked that. I thought that was very analytical. It showed she's really thinking this through, and she's applying it from a business sense. But I think that is a very rare, innate skill. Most people have to brainstorm what the analysis is and this comes to brainstorming, right? This is the problem people face. People struggle to brainstorm. Brainstorming is incredibly difficult. So what I want to talk about here is a three-step process to help you brainstorm better. Step one, when you are meant to brainstorm something, I would appreciate it if people could understand the definition of what they're brainstorming for example one of the classic cases we do is um, explain to me how bmw could improve productivity in its facilities and everyone will come to me and tell me well productivity is is the number of cars it produces in a year, a number of cars it produces in a fixed time period. And I always point out to people, well, are you sure that's the definition of productivity? And they'll say, yes, I'm sure of it. Now, this may surprise many people, but there's only one definition of productivity. Worldwide, there is one definition. Despite what you may have seen on graphs somewhere, those graphs are just spinning the definition of productivity to make themselves look better. The only definition of productivity anywhere in the world is the total value of outputs divided by the total cost of producing those outputs adjusted for the time value of money. There's no other definition. So what you find is that candidates start brainstorming immediately but they haven't even considered the definition of productivity. right? But if you Define productivity first, your brainstorming becomes a lot easier because with the definition, you can understand what is driving this definition. So the first thing you should do is define what you are brainstorming and you'll be surprised how many candidates get that wrong. The second thing you should do is that if you are brainstorming and you don't have a decision tree, if you cannot visualize a decision tree in your head, you are not brainstorming. I can tell you that right now. With a decision tree, you need to have your key question, which in this case is the definition of productivity, you know, what drives productivity at uh, BMW. And then you have to imagine a decision tree with all the drivers going out in your head. And the reason why I say you have to imagine it in your head, because with most brainstorming, you have to do it live. They're not going to give you a chance to um, write it down. Most interviews, including myself, if I asked you to brainstorm, I'd never ask you to write it down. I'd ask you to do it off the top of your head to see how you can think. So that's the second rule imagine a decision to the third rule is probably the most important rule right and the third rule is that always think of drivers now when I say think of drivers let me tell you what I mean explicitly by that I would expect a candidate to tell me this well the definition of productivity is total value of output divided by total cost of inputs adjusted for the time value of money so what drives the value of inputs well I can think of several ways to cut this right firstly we could look at the number of units produced right so that drives the number of units drives value the total price of the of the units drives value. The makeup of the portfolio of cars will drive value. That means if BMW produced 100 cars but they produced more seven series, value would go up because the margins are higher, right? Where else could drive value? Well, the other thing that could drive value could be uh, the currency um differences, you know, where are they incurring their raw material costs, where are they selling? So what's the currency hedges, right? what's the currency differences, sorry, not the hedges. So always use the word drive. If you don't use the word drive, you'll say something like, well, how can BMW increase costs, increase their value? Well, they could maybe launch new cars, maybe they can uh, produce more cars. The thing is, when you, when you don't use the word drivers, you are simply throwing out ideas. And when you throw out ideas, you don't know if it's linked to the definition. So explicitly I want you to use the word drivers so that you can ensure that whatever you throw out is linked to the issue that you are brainstorming. If you don't do it and I can guarantee you do this with every single candidate in the world even if I tell them right now use drivers two seconds later they'll be throwing out ideas so it's very hard to do this right whenever you are brainstorming I want you to always use the word drivers I want you to say number of cars drives total value then once you break down the first level of your decision tree i want you to do the next level using the same technique so ask yourself what drives the portfolio combination of bmw's what drives volume what drives price so and this is a common mistake people do they'll use drivers correctly for the first level of the decision tree but for the second level they'll just start brainstorming now brainstorming is right to left thinking right It's where you throw out ideas and then you see whether it fits the problem on the left hand side. Decision trees are are left to right thinking. You start with your question and you build your decision tree going from the left hand side of your sheet of paper to the right hand side sheet of your paper. Later, for people who work with us, you know that we'll teach you how to how to develop hypotheses using decision trees. I know it's very counterintuitive, but we'll teach you how to develop these very clever, very beautiful, very simple decision trees using very simple hypotheses using decision trees, which work a lot better in the case. But the point is, when you are brainstorming, always think of these three rules. Firstly, what is the definition? You you get the definition wrong, and you're obviously going to brainstorm incorrectly second make sure you're building a decision tree in your head if you cannot visualize a decision tree you are not brainstorming because we cannot visualize a decision tree you don't have structure in your thoughts third always use the concept of drivers and, and use the language say what drives this you should say well um, on the cost side fixed cost will drive total cost variable cost will drive total costs. fixed cost what drives fixed cost and list it right now, obviously, you have to prioritize the drivers as well. When you get to the second branch of the drivers, look at the at the at the drivers which would have the biggest impact on the uh, productivity, and then discuss some options in terms of how to manipulate those drivers. Now. There's no other way to do brainstorming. You can think, you can go look it up in different books and so on, but they will all give you very messy techniques to do brainstorming. This technique works very well. I find it works very well with our own canvas. I used it when I was a management consultant all the way up to when I made partner. It's a very common technique. It's a simple technique. It works for everyone. Just remember those three rules and you will be fine. As always, post comments and I will be more than happy to respond to them.